0: Time is time for another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast, bringing it to you with episode number 81. As you might know by now, this is Chris Salona speaking, and I am joined by Ethan Shalloway. Ethan, how
1: how the hell are you? I'm doing well, Chris. Um, we are sitting down. It's a Friday, Friday, October 7th. Um, and you know that we love recording on Fridays. <laughs> We, that always, means we that do
0: our best work on Fridays. We
1: do our best work on Fridays. Drew does his best work when we get it to him a day before. Because, I mean, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't download it no, until he Sunday anyway. he
0: masters us all in one shot. He does it all on Sunday. Goes. But he
1: does like it when we get it to him a week early so he could sit in the inbox <laughs> for a week. Shout out to our producer, Drew McFadden. We do, in fact, love you. Absolutely. Um, love you, Drew. He was going to be on this episode, but he bailed. <laughs> That's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, but it's man. it's Hollywood, man. Yeah, it's to, Hollywood, he was supposed man. to be here. He told us he would, and then he bailed. It's,
0: so. it's tough sometimes, but I have to say, it feels um this is like the first time in a couple of weeks that I feel like you and I have been able to take a collective breath. Um, the music has slowed down. We're back at home base after a hell of a week out on the West Coast together. Yeah. Uh, as in if 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 you all have listened to episode number eighty about the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. Um, we've been back at our respective homes for uh, five or six days now. And
1: um, kind of. Does it feel like so long ago? Dude, it
0: feels like so long ago. And this a week has been a Yeah, a
1: lot has happened in the last five days. A lot of energy spent getting everything back in order here. Yeah. Spent lots of money. It was money well spent. But I, I do think that if you are listening now and you haven't listened to episode 80, uh, it was just incredible. Uh, you probably already had seen some videos of the tribute concert, but you have our live recap the day after, or two days after. Uh, the, Adam,
0: the pundits are saying that episode eighty was the best episode we've ever done. So exactly, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I would agree with the, with you, and I would agree with the pundits that uh, that was that was some of our best work.
1: It really was. So uh, today we are going to be. Coming at you with a pretty easygoing episode. We are going to talk about the road and pretty much when tra- what transpired. And yeah, we saw um, three shows. Keep it light. Yeah, we got we saw three shows. We got some just some housekeeping, a lot of stuff coming up. So um it is gonna be I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, you know. Yeah,
0: it's it's one of those things that I, I think over the eighty-one episodes that we've done and the special one-offs that we've done, um, there's always there's always a level of like Sometimes the listeners need the episode more than we do. But in this instance, we need this episode more than the listeners do. We need to we need to just sit down and and and, and have a nice conversation and, and decompress a little bit because uh, it has been has been a hell of a run that we've been
1: on lately. Three strange days. You know. That's
0: you know, what it was. Gotta so, make it through mm-hmm. no
1: matter what it takes. So I think we'll go chronologically through our week. a little bit more in depth yeah a little bit more in depth um but before we do let's talk patrons yes (laughs) because i'm a little upset i yeah i am too um we're on a cold streak yeah we're officially we are officially on a cold streak uh it's been over 30 days since we've had a new patron join and that's just utterly—that's that's a new low for
0: the Grunge Bible Patreon.
1: Yeah, we've actually had some people leave us, um, which, which is sucks. fine. You know, yeah, I, understand. I, I totally get it. I totally I've, get I've it. I've left before, you know. Right, you can't stay. You can't be there all the time. And you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, this this venture is supported by the few, the proud, the patrons, and uh, you know, sometimes it gets heavy. And I understand. Dude, they yeah. they they've been tasked with, you know. A heavy burden so we need people to come we need new blood to come yeah in and, i mean you can't you can't do play, their job
0: you can't play every minute of the game i mean you gotta slip right. out you know that's get why on. there's
1: closers you know right
0: exactly there's people hopefully there's people out there that are waiting to 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 hop in and get in the game a little bit um, and there's
1: no better time than now that's really what you know like come on people tomorrow's like, not guaranteed if you're listening to episode 81 and you haven't been ever been in the realm if you haven't even clicked Patreon, on the link if you haven't even clicked on the link see what we have to offer, which right. isn't much but you know is, that we
0: have something for you. you know that we have yeah we ha-
1: and we have more coming speaking we, of
0: absolutely Yes. Yeah, speaking of before we thank our top level patrons uh, another perk of of being a top level patron um, in case you don't know in case you don't follow the Instagram feed we have recently partnered with the toadies uh, to celebrate their um Delayed, but now finally happening 25th anniversary Rubberneck Tour. And uh, in order to celebrate that, we teamed up with them and we're giving away some signed vinyl copies of Rubberneck. And this is a really, really cool opportunity um they they hit us up and you know they wanted to get together and, and do something to hype up the tour and you know we're very very happy to do that and if you're watching on youtube you can see ethan unboxing one of these signed <laughs> copies right here did you know this rubberneck that it, it's it's First pretty off, sweet it's
1: red and then the inside yeah. is like this awesome I don't even know. It's like, it looks like like the, you know, the middle of a quarter. Yeah. It's like like an Indian.
0: Like a woman of prestige or something. Um, Beautiful,
1: beautiful red vinyl. Exactly.
0: It's great. So why that matters to you sitting here listening to the podcast right now is uh, we're giving away two copies on an Instagram post that we posted um, about a week ago by the time this episode comes out. But additionally, we have another reserve copy that rather than hold on to, we're giving it away on Patreon. And all you have to do is be an active member on Patreon by Friday, October 14th. So this episode comes out on Monday, October 10th. So you'll have the full week to 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 join the cause and and automatically be entered to win this signed copy. It's signed by the whole band. It's rubberneck. It's a hell of a record. And it's, it's signed. Record. I mean, this is this is really cool. It's, it it's beautiful from, red. Yeah. It's straight. It's straight from the horse's mouth, and we're happy to bring that to you. Um, We love being able to give back and do certain things like this. So this is your path in. Uh, If you're a big Toadies fan (laughs) out there, if you like visiting the Possum Kingdom, um, now's the time. It's a $2 lottery ticket, basically. I was going to say,
1: you don't even need to join the top level to have an equal shot at winning this awesome You just join a level. We
0: put everybody's name into a... uh, Two, five,
1: or ten, and we're going to do the prize wheel. Exactly right, Chris. We're doing the prize, the prize wheel. wheel. Maybe I love we'll that do, prize wheel. Maybe we'll do it. Um, oh, we have to wait. I say, maybe we could do it live. <laughs> we said that last time. <laughs> we might
0: have to special Friday, Friday injunction, but um, we're going
1: to, we'll post something on the Patreon to let yes, everybody know that will, they're will. automatically um, entered, but this is your shot. So please yeah, consider giving us a measly $2, $5, uh, $5 $10 a month. Um, and if you're $10, dollars you can get your name said, which Chris, I think, I think it's time. about
0: time to do that right now. Um, so, as the time of this recording, uh, I have the following top level Patreon supporters to thank uh, for keeping this uh, enterprise moving. And uh, at this time, I would like to thank Faith Bittner, Chris LSMS, Sonny Mashburn, Laura Nyrene, Alexis Shannon, Millie, Nikki Six, Release, Marianne, Jade Mercado, Doug Endy, Black Hole Sean, Captain Hightop. Rachel Corning, Darian Riddle, our number one fan from Australia, Fuck Soup, Alex Long, Jamie Lynn, What the Fuck's Up Denny's, Wayne Staley, Carlene Salona, Seattle Four fanboy from New Jersey, Fresh tendonitis, Kitty Cooper, Brother Nature, The Blue Owl, Kara Kay, I Hate Your Mom, Shoe the Shoeless, and Eddie Vedder Got Me Through My Second Divorce. So it's that simple. It's it's one click, and uh, your name will be spoken throughout history.
1: No. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, so we'll just start from the beginning, which is Colorado. We spent two days in Colorado, so um, yeah, we flew out September 24th, Saturday.
0: 24th, that is correct.
1: And um, man, I don't want to get... (laughs) I'm trying to think of... What do you guys want to hear? Because we could talk about everything. I mean, Saturday Saturday was pretty low key. We just picked up the rental car. We went out and played disc golf, and the elevation and altitude absolutely killed us. Totally we were, kicked our ass. Because we were also drinking while we were playing disc golf and we were, taking we were, unnecessary shots. We were, we were drinking too much. We were taking unnecessary shots, and and honestly, you know, Saturday night was probably the worst night of the trip. I'm not. It wasn't a bad night, but it probably was like
0: eh. Compa- comparatively speaking, it was it was pretty horrendous.
1: Right. We had like we had a fun time. We had the the wow factor of being all together, but things really got going Sunday.
0: Yeah. Sunday, Sunday was just really, really incredible. And you know, we started it off. We we saw a lot of great live music um right that last week of September. And probably um this was the second time in my life that I'd seen three shows in a week, I think. And certainly this was the best three show run that I've gone yeah. on. we kicked it off in Boulder, Colorado by seeing the front bottoms. Um, and Ethan, I know how many times have you seen the front bottoms prior to that? A couple of times, right? A few times. Yeah.
1: This was, this was my fourth time seeing I'm almost certain. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I've seen them. Uh, like I said, I think I've seen them two times. Well, one time at festival Pier, another time, I think also at another venue, I can't remember which one. But then I saw them at the Fillmore, and then in Nashville. Right. So actually five, I think I've seen them five, and I have tickets for them on October eighteenth, which is. That's incredible. That's like ten days coming up. Yeah, which will be cool because it will be uh, the Joy Formidable uh, was supposed to open up for them in Boulder, but um, the singer got sick, so they will be back, from what I know. Um, which I'm really excited to because I've seen that they have opened for Foo Fighters one time and they are incredible. Oh, hey. I really wish that would have made the show like another level. I'm telling you, Chris.
0: Oh, totally.
1: But it was your first time, Chris. So let's get—I want a live reaction. So um, you recently got into this band in the last two years. Thanks to you. Thank yeah, <laughs> thank you, um, and. Yeah, I, I think you had some uh, anticipation built up for this. So what was oh it? Oh my like gosh. For you?
0: Yeah. I was I was really excited. And I think so I really didn't go to many shows until a couple of years ago, really until post pandemic. Um, and I've really been hitting it hard since then. And I think I finally woken up that part of my brain that like really likes energetic shows and really likes being up front for energetic shows. Yeah. Um, and I, I had known from speaking to you that front bottom shows usually have some good energy to them. And I, I really, really like this band and there were certainly some songs that I wanted to hear, um, just to have those experiences. And so I, you know, I had anticipated this, this show quite a bit. And it really didn't disappoint. I, it's just like one of those things where you grow an attachment to a band and you finally get the chance to see them live. And that feeling that you get when they first take the stage and you're like, okay, like this, this is happening. And, yeah. you know, that's repeated multiple times throughout the night where they start playing a song that you instantly recognize and you love. And like, you, it, you, kinda, you kind of, you kind of get chills a little bit. You kind of. You know, it makes you, makes you feel some things that you don't feel Mm -hmm. every single day. And, and that was, that was a really, really cool, cool thing to be able to do, especially to be able to do it with you. Um, really, really awesome opportunity because, you know, as people know by now, like we don't, we don't live near one another. We don't see one another very often throughout the year. Um, although 2022, we've seen each other three times, uh, three separate, three separate trips, which is, it's I becoming it's a, more. it's a PR post, uh, post when we, when, when we went to college together. So it's becoming yeah, more frequent. Yeah. Which is a good thing. I, I, is... I think, uh, that'll only continue to increase, which is great. But yeah, that front bottom show was really, really awesome. And I know you having had, like you said, a few front bottom shows to kind of compare it to, um, it was a little bit of a different story, obviously with just like the way, like everything was set up and what it looked like. But man, for me, like, first time like it was fun like they they came to play and they put on a hell of a show
1: yeah we talked about it in the car um when we were driving um the next day and a few times like i first saw them in 2012 2013 which is 10 years ago so i've changed as a person a ton yeah they've changed you know he has he's 10 years older brian's 10 years older And like yeah he went from his 20s to his 30s stuff like that like i mean this is the equivalent of seeing Pearl Jam when they first, you know, I mean, it's not the same, but it, it is, you know, like yeah, it's people like that, that lineage. The, I mean, if you look at a Pearl
0: Jam performance from 92 the yeah. and then you see them on, you know, in 2002 and yeah. Eddie Vedder looks like a, or uh, 2022.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, Holy shit! Like, it's okay, a big can, can, I, can because... I can I
0: just make uh, this is kind of a little bit of a tangent here, but a couple oh, of no. days ago,
1: we t- do we need to talk about super super wolf blood moon or super <laughs> blood wolf? <laughs> no, but we do have <laughs> to
0: talk about Eddie better really quickly because a couple of days ago, I posted um, I posted a live video of Dissident from nineteen ninety three or nineteen ninety four, and somebody commented and they're like, "Wow, I can't believe how different he sounds." I was like, "Well, yeah, it was twenty nine years ago." Of course, he's going to sound different. And somebody commented, they like, "I just saw Eddie Vedder last month in New Jersey, and I honestly can't tell that he sounds different. I think he sounds the same." And some of these, <laughs> some of these people, man, like <laughs> he sounds incredibly different <laughs> because he's in his fifties now. <laughs> like, I can't tell the his difference 20s anymore. But it's just, it's really funny. Like, I, I do think, like, in the especially, I think the last, like six to eight years, like Eddie's voice has changed quite a bit. He's getting older. We yeah. all get older. You can't hold it against me. Like, Oh, like he, the people are so mad. They're like, Oh, he doesn't sound like he does. It was like, no, nothing about anyone is the same when they're 27 versus when, when they're 57, you know? Yeah. Um, but needless, I just had to bring that up. It, it was on my mind yeah. when you just mentioned yeah. the Pearl jam thing. I was oh, like,
1: absolutely have to. And, and but the it's people just so com- funny people to me commenting that, they, that talk yeah. about the difference. Like you, you've probably aged, you know, 15 years since you first heard yeah Petty. so like you in five like.
0: years let alone
1: 30 yeah, but you I know thought what it's it was like
0: yeah I thought it was so funny that there was somebody who was like I I can't tell the difference in his voice I was like okay pal like.
1: yeah I will say so my 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 overarching view of the show is you know the band is different different members sure. in a way but because it it's just,
0: it's, just, it's just Brian and it's the drummer who are the two main Pure the members of the yeah. front bottoms right they've had quite a few different guitarists and bassists
1: mm-hmm. right. and um but he you know he still delivered the songs the way that I'd want him to he sang with you know a lot of intent and he still he did the things that I would expect him to do even as he gets older so I was I was very happy it was a great show I loved, you know, there's it was really tight because there was chambers, Chris. There was like it was in a theater it, it was, was in it the It was a theater. wonky
0: setup for the there general like, for the GA spots.
1: It was kind of like a it was like a show choir, like there were stairs and steps in the middle of like Which is not something that you want in the middle of
0: an energetic pit. You 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 don't need you don't need bars partitioning people. You you definitely don't need steps.
1: Right. And we had a lot of that. So, like all things considered, the crowd did their best to get pretty high, but there wasn't a lot of room. Like, there wasn't enough. Usually, at a show w- where there's a pit opens up, there's space for the people to, that don't want to be in the pit to like move. Right. But like, there was there, no they, space for yeah, anybody was, to move. There was no space. So, if, you, know, you, were, it if was, you were
0: in that first chamber, you didn't have a choice. Like, you were becoming part of the movement. Yeah. Um, which uh, that upset a lot of people up front, but that's just, it's the nature it of the beast. It's the nature yeah.
1: of the beast. Right. It was it was all good and it was hot. You know, it was a hot show in there.
0: Oh, that was a that was a really really. But I hot do want to
1: commend I want to commend the Boulder Theater because afterwards, um, they had cups and a water fountain like yeah. spigot to shoot like to fill up and and we just I just hammered like seven cups of water because <laughs> yeah. I've been yelling yeah me like, too night. and it was just great because you know the next one the next show we went to. You know, had like eight dollar bottled water, right. so it was yeah. a little Just different. Just like the <laughs>
0: contrast. Um, one one tidbit that I have to share about the Boulder show, uh, the front bottom show, um, they started playing, and maybe like four or five songs in, um, you made the executive decision to get into the mix a little bit, and and I was right oh, there yeah. with you. So I, I was like, I, w- I want in too. So I hopped in to the. To oh the, yes, to this is a good story. And I was I was wearing my beloved bumble hat um, the dating app, the bumble hat, I had it on backwards. It was a little loose. And when I made my play to hop in the hat fell off my head. And you know, when you, you have those moments of crisis where it's only two or three seconds, but Hours of thought cycle through your head, and I was evaluating. I was like, okay, like cost benefit analysis. Do I go after this hat? And then, like, you know, I I can't get in the I can't get into the mix right now. Like, where's Ethan? Like, what am I gonna What am I gonna do? Like, I'm probably not gonna find this hat anyway. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. The hat had a good run. Like, I used it for a while. Like, it's um, time. It's time. Like, this is a good. This is a good. Then
1: just break water. Right. This is a good story.
0: Like, uh, this is how I lost the bumble hat. I was like, you know what? All right. So I hop in. I hop into the mix. I'm having a good time. Like three songs later, so like probably ten minutes later, (coughs) I got a tap on my shoulder, which I didn't think anything of at the time. I just thought somebody was like, incidentally, but I got a a couple taps and I had a tug on my shirt. So like somebody's
1: what the hell? Yeah, I was like somebody's trying to get my like what what's
0: happening? Like so I turn and this woman, probably my age, a little bit older. She's like, I have your hat. It fell off earlier. I was like, how do you have that? And how did you track me down? Like how did this happen so she hands me the hat and all i all all i was able to to muster to say to her at the time was you saved my life (laughs) thank you (laughs) and that was it i never saw them again but that's amazing yeah it was sometimes sometimes you know people are just looking out for you even even if you don't know
1: everyone loves a good crowd you know Exactly. got to help people up when they're down, you know, right. if they, drop, you know, if they you fall, gotta, you, you pick them up. If they yeah, drop take, their phone, you, you take care you get of your another. phone out and turn on the, turn on the light. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Someone that's tie their shoe, someone falls, someone loses their bumble hat. You know, we take care of our own down there in the pit. Um, so that was, that was a great show. They played really well. I'm always impressed by bands that a lot of their catalog is very, very high energy as the front bottoms are particularly the singing I'm always impressed that these bands and these musicians are able to submit that type of effort, you know, 30 times, you know, in a short period of time if they're playing three, four, five nights a week, Um, because like it really does feel like they're playing this show and the show matters to them. Which, I mean, I'm I'm not an idiot. In the grand scheme of things, it's just another just another night you clock in to get a paycheck at this point, especially if you you've been a band for 12, 13 years as the front bottoms have been, but like, it really like either they're great at acting or they really do want to make it special. And cause I, I felt like it was special that night and it was special for me. And yeah. that's what it's all about. It's just like, uh, Eddie Vedder had a good quote about the, the Pearl Jam song, Jeremy, he's like, you know, there's just some songs you can't mail in. Like people will know. And like, there's a lot of front bottom songs. Like, like Brian can't mail in a lot of those songs. Like it's you true. would, you would know. And it's
1: true. Cause that's what makes the band good. The way he sings the, yeah. and, and the tenor behind it. So yeah, I totally agree. It's not, so he's tasked with it. And I think that, I think artists know that, you know, the good artists know that like when they put on a show, even though they're playing this song for the first time, or or even if they're playing the song for the millionth time, it's definitely somebody in the crowd's first time hearing it. That
0: was my first time that I was able to stand in the pit and belt out twin size mattress.
1: Right. Right. And they've been playing that for years. And they played that hundreds of times. Exactly. (laughs) But you know, for me,
0: damn it. It was the first time and it was really special.
1: That's amazing. So the next 40 hours, 36 hours, for a whirlwind, I mean yeah. a serious, you know, a serious roller coaster. So we woke up at like six thirty, and we hit the road. We got our Dutch Bros coffee. Um, Chris's first time having Dutch Bros. If you're from the East Coast, it's basically Dunkin' Donuts of the West Coast. So and it's I, I fucked up it. my order. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this is great, actually. Yeah. So Chris is an iced coffee guy. Um, went he through. went. He's like, so he went, and he's like, oh, you know, iced. It's cold to- brew cold brew. And he's like, what's toasted? And I was like, I have no idea. And he's like, I think I'm going to get it toasted. So of course he ordered his toasted. and That just means hot. So somehow it was an ice cold How can brew you have a hot cold brew. Though? <laughs> so it was, it was a hot. It's coffee. like that
0: movie rookie of the year where the pitching coach was like hot ice.
1: <laughs> and I was like, you know, and if this doesn't give you an accurate representation of Chris, I was like, Chris, I was like, tell him, tell him you wanted, tell him you wanted ice. And you're like, now nah, just drink it hot. It's about, like, it's, about it, it's
0: about principle. It's about principle. I
1: was like, just tell him. He's like, I'm dr- I'm gonna drink it hot. <laughs> I'm um, like, dude, they don't care. And then like, yeah, I'm just gonna drink it hot. I don't. Let's get. I, I that's enjoyed good. it.
0: I I finished my coffee. <laughs> you, had, you
1: had to. You were you were determined. Um. So anyway, we got on the road, and we actually we we drove up to and we hit Red Rocks before we left, and yeah, that was, that was important. Really, that was really important. We saw the yeah. sunrise. In the Red Rocks Amphitheater, you know, we envisioned it and we kept saying, you know, I, you can't, I don't know what it would be like to see a show here. Um, just a beautiful amphitheater, and you could see Denver like forty miles, the city of Denver, the skyline like forty miles away, and that was, uh, the, that was the weather. The, the weather
0: was completely unmatched. There uh, were no clouds in the sky. It was sky.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, it was really good, and and it was great because we got to stretch out and really get ready. Because you know, if you roll out of bed and jump in the car. Um, and you have eight hours to drive. That's not, you know, you, you kind of need to stretch. You got to get a little walk in. So yeah, Those you need stairs to move. And, and that fresh air and that coffee was exactly what we needed to really set us up for the first leg of our drive.
0: Yeah, I would totally agree. That was that. I mean, from that point forward, I kind of knew that, you know, things were, things were going to work out for us and we didn't hit any traffic on the way. And we executed our plan. Our plan was to drive to Zion National Park in Utah. Uh, we got there at the perfect time, right when the sun was hitting the rocks, in the in the way that it only does out there in the in the West. And um, having never been out there before, and none of us had been to uh, been to Zion National Park, it was mm-hmm. it was breathtaking. Like photos don't do it justice, verbal accounts of it don't do it justice. And we had ourselves, you know, a really really fucking cool afternoon exploring that area and we camped out
1: that that drive was was really great that we yeah. drove all through all, like all of Colorado and Utah and it just it was just the best parts of the states i mean i don't yeah. know i mean utah has some good stuff in the north too but damn it was beautiful and it was so so different from each other um that was quite the drive and then yeah we we got in at the perfect time it, so we had sunrises the red rocks and sunset in the de, you know in the desert in, in the utah desert so we hit up we hit, you know, we hit it perfectly driving through and then we got there just in time to set up camp at some BLM, uh, like public land. And it was literally just the desert and we barely got our campsite set up naturally. We had Before luckily dark. we had, we had enough time to stop at the convenience store to pick up a 12 er and we were off, you know what I mean? Yeah. We just, we just cracked some beers and just laid on the ground and looked up into the desert night sky at just a host of beautiful, beautiful stars.
0: Yeah that was one of those and, and I'm sure you've had similar experiences since you've been back like I've been explaining it to people and people were like dude like how was it like it was fucking it looked awesome and like I, it's one of those things that like you knew it was special when it was happening much to you know very similar to the Taylor Hawkins tribute show it's like you're living these moments you're like wow like this is really special like I'm going to remember this fondly and this is going to be important for a while and like it's only a week ago and I'm like man like How cool is it that we were able to do that? How cool is it? Like I was just laying on the, you know, the desert sand, looking up at the sky with like, you know, two of my really, really good friends and just talking about life, taking the world in and
1: yeah, we felt so well, two things, um, one, it's like when you lay out in just the middle of nowhere, looking up into this seeing the mo- most stars you've ever seen, like you've I've never felt so small. No. You know? I mean, it was yeah. so vast and so beautiful. And then also too, like I've camped. So this is your first time camping. I,
0: I was, I was a virgin. I was a camping yeah. virgin.
1: Which is, which is awesome. I'm, I'm so glad. Like I was, we were talking when we were setting up the plans. I was like, I really think we should camp out in between rather than get a hotel or something like that. It would have been easier. You'd get a hotel
0: anywhere. Who we would have drove, to do you know,
1: drive eight hours to get a hotel. It would have been, you know, a lot, of, get some good sleep. But I was like, dude, I, I have a feeling, because I've, because I was going to say, I've only camped in the Northeast and, right, and also in, in like Nashville or outside of Nashville and like Tennessee. And, and you know, it's just been a lot of, uh, a lot of trees and it's just different. But man, first time in the desert, first time with that Dude, the bar, open the bar, sky. the bar was set real high
0: for all so, future camping experiences. You know, it was mine. your it
1: was your first time camping, but it was my first time camping over there and I I was like kind of blown blown away and I want to kind of harken back to when we were playing disc golf, we actually paired up with this guy that was playing around us. We're like, "Hey, you want to play with us?" And he's like, "Yeah." And we told him what we were doing. We said we're driving through Utah and he's like, "Oh, man." He's like, that's some beautiful country, some beautiful uh, parts of the States you're going to see. He's like, a lot of people don't think there's a lot going on in the desert, but there is, you know, there's a yeah. lot if you're looking. And he, and, he was uh, speaking <laughs> with
0: some gusto. He had conviction. It's kind of one of those things I you run into it. somebody and like, you just, by the way they're talking about things, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta drop what you're doing and listen to this man.
1: Yeah. And he was right to I mean, there's a lot in the desert. There's a lot out there. And I think that we did a really good job of Uh, Not moving too fast, not getting to bed early, you know what I mean? And then when we woke up in the morning, we woke up early, obviously, and we woke up for the sunrise and was coming over, coming over the East mountains. But then it also kind of had some, we had some sprinkle rain. And at first I was like, I mean, I, it was kind of weird, you know, I didn't really expect that. Um, But then like, you know, a rainbow popped up over the mountains and I'm like, okay, like this is, um, this is kind of incredible. I was like, yeah. what's going on here? Like, are we just, are we just going to see like the most beautiful, I don't know. I, I was, I was, and we I was did. very, yeah. I mean, we saw the, it was a beautiful array of nature and this, this rainbow, I mean, it was like, it was just randomly above, like, it was like a few set of clouds over, it was like n- clear everywhere else, but then there was this rainbow like shooting straight down on over. Um, a mountain yeah. like crest it was just incredible yeah
0: it was it was, was so like, All right. so beautiful and it's crazy too because like we woke up in the desert the same day that we were going to the tribute show and right like how yeah, different so. those environments were like how how like eerily quiet it is out in the desert you know before right. anybody's really woken up and before society really gets so a quiet in the morning and just like comparing contrasting with like after the driving we did that day we were in an arena with 17,000 people.
1: You know. oh, see, so, so we started, you know, 12 hours before we started in Boulder, and then we were, you know, woke up in the desert, and then we finished the day in L.A. Yeah. And so, but I, I do want to bring up, dude, we went down, we took five minutes to get down the mountain, uh, leaving our campsite, and we stumbled upon a coffee shop, which I'm wearing some merch right now.
0: Yeah, I'm wearing the merch as well. The River, River Rock, Rock Roasting Company out of Laverne, Utah.
1: And uh, we originally went through a drive-thru, and you know, we got Chris got his iced coffee. Um, I did got not my get coffee. it toasted that he time. didn't get it toasted. Um, get and fooled then Connor, again. Connor, Connor wanted a pastry, and I was like, you know, that's a good idea. And I was like, you want a pastry, Chris? And he's like, yeah, I'll take a banana, or what did like you a get? Scone. I had
0: a scone, yeah, you yeah. had a
1: scone. And then I was like, um, oh, is it quiches? And I was like, are the quiches good? She's like, Oh, you got to have this corn, like corn jalapeno quiche, and I was like, sign me up. And I was like, do you have another location? And like, yeah, right down the road, you can't miss it.
0: You cannot miss it. You
1: can't miss it. So naturally, we drive a mile down the road because this is a small, you know, canyon town. And, uh, man, this coffee shop was perched right at the top of, a, like, a canyon overlook. And there was a backside, perfect view. We had our coffee. You know, this is, like, totally unplanned. And you know, maybe we should have saw it coming, but we didn't. So all of a sudden, we're blown away. I had the best quiche of my life. I'll talk about it till the day I die. Um, just one of those things I'm gonna remember. And it was just, you know, we were like tired but excited because we knew what, we, we were like, "Holy shit, dude!" In eight hours, we're gonna be in LA seeing brilliant. the Taylor Hawkins tribute. Yeah. And that kind of fueled our fire for the next five hours to get to Vegas because we we're gonna get brunch in Vegas. And uh, this is the worst part of the trip, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, was, I think it, we documented it was
0: worse than Saturday. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we did. We did. We talk about it the last. Uh, uh, podcast i think we did
0: but we i mean might the, have. the short not. version of the long story is that vegas is not for us fuck vegas and uh i, it I was can't just, imagine it I'll was just going too
1: back. much of a contrast like we were in nature like totally yeah. secluded and all of a sudden it was like like i said that city smells like cigarette artificial
0: and just not. so we
1: went in there and like it was you know we paid 10 bucks for parking it was the worst 10 we spent all trip no doubt
0: It was not for us, but I'll tell you, things turned around. We made good time getting to Los Angeles and, you know, we went to the Taylor Hawkins show, which as we said before, if you, you know, if you want to hear what that was like, you know, go back to episode We have an hour and a half,
1: we have an hour and a half sitting there for you. The best
0: episode we've ever done was about that show. And 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 by that point, it was kind of nice because like the, the pinnacle and the whole purpose of that trip, you know, we had accomplished and we had, you know, four or five more days in LA to kind of let that sink in and just spend yeah. time with friends. And that's what we did. And, and we woke up the following morning after the show and it was our birthdays. Uh, you turned 28, I turned 26 and um, we had ourselves a good day. We hit up, hit up Venice beach. We hit up muscle uh, beach, got a little lift in and um, mm-hmm. went to a comedy show that night. We had a great dinner with uh, some of our dear friends, including, including our producer drew. And um, it was just a, it was a hell of a day.
1: It really was. Um, before we, you know, go too too far past, I want to know. Get, just give the listeners, like, what is one thing about the show? Just like, just give a remark about it that um, you think rings true. I can go first if you'd like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's hear what you have to say.
1: I just want to say that this is this whole trip is going to be something I remember for the rest of my life. But this show. I will remember this for the rest of my life. And I'm so glad we had the opportunity and it was so special. It's people that like, you know, who knows uh, we could lose, you know, John Paul Jones. Yeah. Like in, in like the, the next couple of weeks, Getty
0: like, Lee tomorrow. You yeah, know? yeah,
1: exactly. Like these guys and, and, and women that were playing, like who knows? So I, I'm just, I just know that I'm going to be talking about this. I'm going to be that guy in 20 oh, yeah. years and <laughs> I love it. So it was what just a it was, it, what a lineup, dude. It was it was just but we were there. What were you where were you on that yeah. day? I I was there.
0: Yeah. It's it's so funny like and and we talked about this, you know, when we met up with him that week, but um, yeah. you know, whenever we post like an album anniversary or whatever, Chris Cafaro, our good friend and uh very, very, very talented photographer and all around great human being. He, he always comments cause you know, he always gives us shit for the fact that we're young and we weren't alive to experience it firsthand. So like we'll post like on this day in 1991, nevermind came out and he always comments. He's like, where were you that day? <laughs> and you know what? For the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert in Los Angeles. I know the answer to that question. We were fucking, we were there, man. We were right yeah. there. So I was, amen
1: to that It was I just, that's
0: that's the one thing that rings true for me is just like the fact that i was able to be there and really take it in and just like how impressive every single minute of those six hours were because yeah everything how was selfless good. all of those musicians were and how how powerful all of those moments felt uh you know everybody everybody who came on that stage for five ten minutes however long they were out there like Know that was their moment to contribute to that environment and contribute mm-hmm. to those emotions, and it just like, you know, they they fill up your cup ten times over. You know, in in the time that they're out there.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, the next morning, um, the next day was great, and I I do want to take this time to shout out our lovely, lovely host. Uh, A good friend, Adam Pellicotti, housed housed us for the next four days. He was on the podcast last week. And, um, dude, it was so special having uh, a local there, having somebody. And just, you know, just kind of like, you know, just some parody. Like, if it would have been me, you, and Connor at a hotel you know if we would have had to do something like that but having yeah. that one more person that joined us for the second leg of the tour yeah our tour it was,
0: it was so special
1: it was dude and like i just want to say adam thank you so much for having us um it was i mean dude never a dull moment we we just we were on a heater all we were ripping <laughs> we, it, the whole we, we were on a heater dude we did not miss and it was special it was special to be like to to be you know kind of Couch surfing and doing like just, we we're just doing it. We we're living life and it was, yeah. it was wild. It was yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> it was, it was really fantastic. Yeah. And, and that Wednesday was really, really good. Like I said, we got a good dinner with some the dinner friends. was awesome. So much fun. Really, really fantastic group of people that we got together and then we saw, um, uh, amongst some others, um, Chris DeLea, the comedy show that night, which was Trevor uh, Wallace opening up. Trevor Wallace was like there. Such was, a surprise yeah that was that was a good night and and then thursday thursday was a cool day because as we alluded to last week and as i just alluded to earlier uh we did get the the face-to-face hang with chris cafaro which was really really awesome Uh, yeah love that man he's you know it's it It kind of
1: felt like i had met him before
0: Oh, absolutely. Because you know, what we, I mean, I've kn- known there for was four like... years at this point. We've we've spoken to him for you know, spoken with him for countless hours on the phone or on, on Zoom or Skype, whatever. Um, and it, yeah, it was just really cool. And and I'm I'm really impressed by Chris's capacity just to um be open to and to help people that he doesn't have to help and like be kind yeah. to people that he doesn't have to be kind to. Like we went there and like we brought you know our our friends uh, adam and and connor along with and he's just so welcoming of everybody and he's he won't hesitate he won't hesitate to help people even before he knows whether or not they're able to do something for him you know i th- i think most most of the time when people offer their help to somebody or their assistance it's transactional because it's like i'll do this for you what can you do for me but with chris the answer is always like yes i'll help you like whatever i can do to give you a hand and yeah. help you out with whatever you need to do like i will do that regardless of whether you're in a position to do something for me and and i think that's that's like a really good lesson that i think everybody can apply like a, you know if we all thought that way and chose to help people and be kind to people before we know um you know what they can do for us in return i think everybody would be better off and chris is a certainly in in this space um you know one of the brightest beacons for that and he's been mm-hmm. um you know I don't even know how to describe how helpful he's been for us. So really, really thankful for that. So it was he's really, been,
1: co- it was really cool to meet him. It was really fucking cool. He, he's been our sage
0: over the Yeah, there. he's been our light giver. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then the, you know, the following day on a uh, Friday, we were able to go to his exhibit, <laughs> yeah, his Jane's Addiction Music Gallery. At Mr. Music Head. And that was really awesome to see his work on display on the wall. Yeah. He, they had the, uh, they had the, the formal, I guess, exhibition the weekend before
0: right the opening so, weekend
1: yeah so they were still was still up for a few more days so i'm glad that we made time to shoot over there yeah. Um, because we, it was you know it's no it's no easy drive anywhere in LA so yeah uh, it took a little bit out of the day but it was so needed it was it was really cool yeah and, and
0: I'll tell you with with Chris's work and with the photos that he's been able to create <laughs> you gotta see it in person yeah no, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's the same thing as you find a band on Spotify and you like them and to to take that up a notch and to take your relationship with that art yes. up a notch, you got to see the band live, right? It gives you and and I felt that same way when we walked into that gallery and just to see all of his art presented. It's a great way to put it yeah. in person on walls in mm-hmm. front of you know however many hundreds of people walk through that gallery the two weeks that it was up. It gives you a whole other appreciation as opposed to if you're just looking at it through a screen on Instagram. And that was a really cool cool yeah. thing we were, we were able to catch it the day before that it closed. And, um, I'm really happy that we were able to make that happen. And yeah, it just, it's, it, it's like the same thing as what we were joking about with, um, like seeing, um, seeing Zion national park, like, you know, it's going to be special, but when, like, when you see it, you're like, you're still kind of, you know, blown away and you're impressed at a level yeah. that you should have known that you would be impressed by it at that level, but it still feels weird. Like, wow, like
1: this is I think like, that's the theme of this whole yeah. trip and it's so true it's like ah it's like why would i go i can watch the video when it comes out it's like why would i go see it i can take a screenshot and have it forever well it's not the same
0: it's just uh, yeah it's the whole thing i mean you have to you have to see these things in the flesh and you have to be present and yeah i think the one that's the theme of that trip and just like all of like the the powerful emotions that we felt throughout that trip um is like the big takeaway for me, and I'm I'm kind of still recovering from it. Like my my social battery has been depleted. I think my sensory battery has been a little depleted um, because of all of those unbelievably positive and important experiences that we were able to have together. And and that was certainly one of them, being able to meet him, and then the next day go and see you know some of some of his greatest work, you know, on display for for everybody. His
1: lifetimes work, were-
0: yeah. yeah fucking Jane's addiction, man. I mean, it was great stuff. That was really cool. And and Friday, that was kind of like the, the, the kickoff, the opening, the opening kickoff to a great day that we had, uh, because we did a little bit of traveling that day as well. Up to, uh, up to Santa Barbara.
1: Well, we hit Santa Monica first for coffee, checked out the pier. It was beautiful shot over to East Hollywood or West Hollywood. It was West Hollywood,
0: wherever the hell that is, wherever, (laughs) wherever
1: the hell. And then we shot North past Ventura to Santa Barbara, where we we didn't eat. No, we ate we had Super Rica. We had yeah awesome Barbara. awesome recommendation super from Chris, Rica. just super authentic Mexican food. You know, went out to the pier, hung out there, and then we went back down to Ventura where we saw just um how do I wanna say it was one of those it was one of those concerts where you go for the opener.
0: And I think this was the first time, if I'm if if I'm remembering correctly, that I went explicitly to watch the opening act
1: yeah and our man Petey, our man was was out there and he opened up for manchester orchestra at um what was the place called um Uh,
0: the i forget the the majestic ventura theater or something which
1: pearl jam uh chris said he saw pearl jam there there in early 92 i think and he said it was a great place to, sh- to see a show. And it was really similar to Boulder, actually. Yeah. They had a balcony and they had a lower half and it was kind of theater. They both had drinks inside the... Uh, I love when people, when you don't have to leave the music area to get drinks. So that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, And yeah, anyway, so PD played. PD opened up and, dude, he killed it. He only played like eight songs because he wasn't, he was feeling a little under the weather. But man, that was so good. That, that one felt, that one felt, that was like... <sighs> I don't know, man. That takes me back to like the first time I saw front bottoms when I was young, yeah. like seeing a seeing bands for the f- like that were just getting going. Like I felt like it was it's the yeah, start. You're, it's the you're, start in, right? you're in at the
0: start. And yeah. it was so cool too, because like,
1: like it wasn't I, like I need to see him before they stop playing. It was like, right. dude, we need to see him before he gets big.
0: Exactly. And we were there, and just like how cool of an experience it is. Like I was saying, with the front bottoms, would even ratchet it up a notch for me personally because I don't think I've listened to any album more in the last twelve months um than I have Petey's Lean Into Life album, the 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 debut album and, and even the the B side album, other stuff. And we got a good mix of songs from both of them. And and it's just one of those things that like I know his his catalog so well that like, you know, when the first chords ring out to any song, I was sitting next to you, I was like, Holy shit, like like here's pitch a fit or like here's here's microwave dinner, like. Um, you know, these are all songs that we've spoken about on this podcast. And we've certainly, um, I was just with a friend earlier tonight, who's a big PD fan who I'm going to, um, going to see PD in Boston and, uh, next month. And it was just like one of those things. I was like, you know, PD has been the artist for the last year that like, if i can if i can tell one of my friends about one artist i've i've been i've been telling them about pd yeah. um so just to see him live and to see those songs live was really 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 fucking cool and like it, it, it it's funny because i feel like everything that i've described um so far on this show uh throughout this experience like I, i've just been defaulting to being like it was really fucking cool it was really fucking yeah. important but like right. it was and it is and and that was uh, I mean, God, that was awesome, <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, hundred percent. And the listeners like, okay, so you guys hear us talking, and you are probably just you know, you just have us in your ears or you're on your way to work. but take a moment and think about the first time that you saw the band that you've been waiting to see for so long. Yeah. and think about the joy when you hear those songs and like, I mean, that's like you know that's stuff you can't buy. That's the type of excitement that you can't you know the built up excitement over years. You know, this one's just been like two years, but like when, when something builds up and then you finally, when you, when it lives up to the moment, that type of experience is, is what you live for. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what it's all about. That's
0: what music's all about. That's what friendship is all about. That's what, you know, doing things is all about. It's creating joy. And, and that's always my favorite thing that we're able to do through the page, through the podcast or whatever. And. Those messages will always make me smile and make me feel really happy when people will message us and be like, hey, like I heard about this band through you and I love them and I'm seeing them or, you know, I heard this song by them because of you. And it really, really, you know, gave something to me. And anytime you can experience that firsthand is you know, not something you should ever pass up, and I'm glad that we took that drive up there because that was. Oh yeah,
1: we, it was kind of. I mean, it wasn't. A, we were like obviously talking about it for weeks leading up yeah. to it because we knew he was there, but we didn't buy the tickets till that morning.
0: Yeah, till that we morning. Easily,
1: it could have sold out. It could have this. Mm-hmm. It could. We could have. We were tired. We had been like we exhausted. Had been, <laughs> we had been bending like eight yeah. days, you know. So, uh, but we did it because we knew we had to. And yeah. holy shit, dude! That might have been that really like and then of course we came home and we tied one on until the, the till the sun came up and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was yep. watching Barry Bond's highlights from his uh, from his rookie watching year. Badlands
0: chugs. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yammer Yager,
0: <laughs> oh, Whatever. Man. That was like that. That's just like the cool thing about it and about this trip as a whole is like we had like I'd say four or five very significant experiences, but some of the stuff you remember is always like that, like the, the minutiae in between it's, it's, yeah. it's like the, what the front bottom says, the, you know, the stuff in between that you still remember and it's still significant. It's like, okay. like well, The like,
1: drive home after, you know, after yeah. the concert or, I mean, honestly, like, you know, lifting at muscle beach is like you know, nothing, like, nothing special. It's just a beach yeah. outside. But the fact that you and me were doing it together, like, and we had our history, like there was something cool about that
0: yeah and it's just like it's always those little things in those moments like you don't think you're gonna gonna have staying power in your mind and even like um like i hadn't seen adam in six years and we yeah. were at venice we were at venice beach on wednesday and like you and connor were like down by the water and i was just like hanging out with adam and, like had a really cool conversation just about life and shit and it's just like this stuff a Unex- lot of times the stuff unexpected. you don't think you're gonna remember that you end up remembering a lot and and this trip was like it, it was like a year's worth of significant moments, you know, packed into one week.
1: Oh, man. I'm so glad that we decided to buy the, you know, this decided to get lucky <laughs> enough to buy yeah. these tickets and then decide to make it a trip out of it. Cause mm-hmm. we could have did something crazy like leave the next day or, you know, we could have flown out. We did day it. We did it. We did it the right way. We did it the best way that we knew how to. And, um, yeah. Um, so if, if you're out there and you're still listening, well, two things one, thanks for letting us talk about this because this is one of the moments in life that um you know you want to talk about, it and it may if you're listening, you may not you know you may not think of it the same way as we are right now, but um, it was really important, so it, it's fun to kind of look back and and talk it out and two, we're having multiple technical difficulties. So this episode is getting cut in and out.
0: Yeah. And
1: we are, it's so good. Like, dude, if we were, if we were talking about like Tool right now or doing an album review and this shit was happening, that would put me over the edge.
0: I Like, it's one of those things. You know what I mean? Thank God. Thank God
1: that we're doing what we're doing on a Friday night or it would kill me.
0: Yep. It's one of those things that like, I'm not even exaggerating here. Like if that were to have happened and we were slogging through an album (laughs) review, I think that would be the end of the podcast.
1: Oh yeah, we would have. I, I thought about that. I was like, if the Zoom audio didn't just save there. We would, have would have diff- we would have we did a different episode i'm not redoing that uh, no you, know what I mean? you, like, can't, you can't you can't redo that, like that you know yeah it's we would funny. have we would People... have picked a new topic and mailed it in but yeah. luckily we don't have to do that
0: yeah we don't have to do that technology has saved our butts once again and, and it's funny because our producer does such a good job this is not the first time this has happened uh you know where we've been recording an episode and the Wi-Fi internet gives out, out or some yeah. some bullshit happens and you know, but we we slog on and we we keep it going because we don't miss. But um yeah, this was uh this was definitely an episode that as I said at the beginning, like a lot of episodes we do for the listeners. This one, Ethan, we we kind of did this for us. And uh yeah, you know, I'm happy that selfish. we have this space that we can you know, we we are I mean 80, 81 episodes. We probably had like four or five all told yeah. that were for us. So you know, we, we Sometimes deserve
1: this. It's funny because like, you know, we're tired. It's, it's 11 o'clock my time, 12 o'clock your time. Yeah. We said, them, we, were doing, oil. we said we are going to do a half hour episode and here we are. and we are I mean? like an
0: hour deep. Yeah.
1: So the, um, the last thing I want to say about the trip, I want to ask you is, you know, if we're doing revisionist history and we can go back and we can change something, we can do something differently. What would you, what would you change? What would you do differently? And, and where, what part? And if any, it doesn't need to, you know, it could be, you don't need to, I I,
0: I would have made, I would have made
1: the trip longer. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. Like once, once you get out there spending time, having good times, you don't want it to end. Um, honestly it's the, I don't really know that I have any, like a legitimate answer for what, for what I would change. Like, because every, everything went according to plan, which is ridiculous because that never happens. Clearly, I mean, it, we can't even get an hour of things going according to plan, recording this stupid podcast. So the fact that we pretty much had a week of unabated success uh, was really, really special. So I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have went what what I would have done differently. Uh, maybe we could have snuck down into the pit for the Taylor Hawkins show.
1: Yeah, I was. At? I was thinking that would. It was special. It was kind of special up top as well. Obviously. Yeah. Man, I don't know what it would have been like having to stand for six hours. Yeah, I don't. Especially after the
0: day that we had had. You know what? Maybe, maybe that wouldn't have been for the best.
1: Yeah, maybe you know, easy. um, The easy uh, answer would be, yeah, skip Vegas completely. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, just drive, like, drive just right drive through right
0: that. But you know what? We recognize it in the moment and we cut our losses and we're like, you know what? This is not the place for us. Let's keep rolling. And it's a good thing we didn't spend much longer there because we really didn't have much time uh, to get ready for the Taylor Hawkins show. And that would have sucked if we were late for that.
1: Yeah, that would have been, you know, it just wouldn't have been... Wouldn't have been good. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: would not have been perfect because we're not just there for we're, like we're, we're, I mean could we're, you
1: imagine dry you know flying to colorado and driving across fly, the country you know, flying, literally across the country planes trains and automobiles to missing
0: missing the reason violet. why we are out there yeah
1: violet yeah. singing hallelujah Dave Grohl giving the opening speech yeah
0: well and that's the thing anytime I I do something that's like grunge adjacent or of of the general interest to the people that follow the page or listen to the podcast like we're representing everybody you know people they ask you like who are you representing like who's funding this like this is who we're representing so i feel that weight and i was like i have to be here like for for those who can't and uh you know i i want to do my best to to be there and be present so i can talk about it and share share it with people because i think with an event like that um a lot of people are looking for ways that they can connect with it if they weren't able to go, whether it's buying a t-shirt, whether it's watching the live stream, whether it's following along as it happens. Um, So if we can play even a small part in that process for somebody, um, you know, that, you know, exponentially increases the weight of it. And and it makes me feel even better that I was able to go. um, Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I think um, the last thing I want to say yeah. And I actually have, I have three things I want to, I want to ask you or three things I want to bring up. Yeah. But, uh, before, uh, you know, about the whole, the whole trip in general, in the words of Petey, spent a lot of money, but it was money well spent. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it back for the world. You know, I wouldn't take it yeah. back for the
0: world. This is, this is why, this is why I work. You know, this is, this is why you I make money, money to spend it.
1: Yep. Yeah. And we did just that, yeah, but we, we made did. a lot of, you know, it, it was money well spent. Yeah. So uh, before we go, there's a few things I want to bring up. One, I just sort of... So the other day you posted Jerry Cantrell and Nickelback. <laughs> and I just want to bring up, because I was... Obviously, we were kind of scroll I was scrolling through the comments, and you did as well, and no one has a bad thing to say about it. No, everybody exactly. Everybody loves it, dude. Like, so yeah. can, we, can we just stop pretending that Nickelback... Is a bad band. They right. crush covers, and Jerry Cantrell, obviously, if if he Jerry is gonna play him with them, yeah,
0: if he respects them enough to get on that stage, then we all we all ought to respect. It ain't them. like that, you know what I mean? Right. It ain't like that anymore. <laughs> it, You're right. It, it ain't <laughs> really. like that. Sometimes it is, but in this case, it just ain't. It ain't like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad
0: you brought that up. That's important. We need justice for Chad.
1: It is, and um, I just. Um, I know there's a concert tomorrow night that is, <laughs> dude, sometimes I totally, I, I totally understand. And I'm like, <laughs> I know you just said that we're representing the people and, and you, because you told me this, you're like, dude, you're like tomorrow night, Allison Chain Chains is playing with Bush and Breaking Benjamin. And you're like, should I go? And I was like, dude, honestly, no. <laughs> I was like, dude. I was like, at, proud, at any dude. other
0: point in my life, I would be there in a heartbeat. Yes, but, it like,
1: just fell off saw, black days, you yeah, know what I
0: mean? I, I saw Jerry Cantrell in April. I was right in front of him. I was I was six feet away from the guy. It was incredible. Held his hand. Held his, yeah, played was, his guitar. Yeah, it was, I have a pick. I have a, I have a Jerry Cantrell pick that he used, like, shit. Um, so, like, I had that experience already. I really, I really, I I don't know if I can, like, physically mentally afford to go to like another four or five hour concert event tomorrow night um which is saturday october 9th it's the last show of the tour too um i feel like i was i was thinking about it today like i was i was texting a couple of my different friends trying to get some opinions like should i go like should I just go for Alice? Like, should by I? By
1: yourself is tough, too. So, like,
0: there, there's a lot of accountability involved with this whole thing, but I, I just don't think I have it in me tomorrow. Um, but I'm I'm making that decision, uh, you know, with all of the knowledge that I need. And I just, sometimes you, ju- you need a weekend and you need a night just to go into hiding and, and just take it easy. So... Um, I look forward to seeing everybody's videos of wood tomorrow night. Uh, I don't think, I don't think I'll be taking one myself and who knows? I like when I was talking to my friends, I was like, Oh, like, what should I do? Then I decided, I was like, fuck it. Like that's a tomorrow problem. So uh, on on the day of the show, I I could still go. You could still go. It's only, it's it's only 20 minutes away, 30 minutes away. So, um, we'll see if I end up going, but you know, that's
1: life. So last thing. That I wanted to bring up because obviously we don't we don't have it for, maybe we don't have it for tomorrow. But and and you know we're we're gonna scratch songs of the week because we're cutting in and out and this is this is the final song. Yeah. Um, The Dead and Company are going on their final <laughs> the tour. final tour, and you said this to me. They they had announced that they were going to be doing this final tour, and I'm not gonna lie, Chris. I feel obligated. I feel so inclined. I need to go and see. I need to see this band. And I'm committed. I'm committed to be at this show. I I, I texted you that, but now I'm telling you verbally, like, I'm going to go see one of these shows. They're coming through. They have a few shows in PA, one in Boston. Um, You know what they say, never miss a Sunday show. Never
0: miss a Sunday show. It's in Fenway
1: Park in, in, in like, June 25th or something. There's one in Atlanta in May. Um, I have a few options. I texted another friend, Nick, and... I'm going to be there, dude. I, I you know, I need to I think to. I think
0: we should go. That should be 2023's trip for us. Think so? The I, one I in think, Bo- the, I, I think the one in Boston or Let's do both. Let's follow them. <laughs> yeah, I I think this might have to be the 2023 version of the LA trip. I think uh, I think we're going to have to follow yeah. Dead and Company.
1: I mean, I think we still make it out to LA next year. but oh, yeah. i to- I totally agree, dude. We could do the whole the string of shows from Chicago to PA and or whatever. Yeah, man. Um, but I'm in. Mean, I I think that it I think that it's important that we go. And I don't, you know, I don't know why, but I just think that we want to be there. Hey, so when
0: you when you get the feeling, you just you have to you have again, to again. It'll it. be, you gotta listen.
1: It'll, it'll be one of those things where you know, we want to be there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we've had a lot of technical difficulties. It's getting yeah, late. I, this, think, it's to I yeah, think it's time I, to shove off. I think it's time to shove off I think
0: we, I think we I ought have, to get have, out of here.
1: I have no idea what, I don't know what, what Drew's going to do. So um, th- I'm going to take this time to thank him. Yeah, thank you, Drew. <laughs> thank you, Drew, for making us sound great. Um, if you're out there listening right now, thank you for listening. And please have an awesome week. Uh, thank you.
0: Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you know, we don't miss even when the universe tries to tries to force us to miss. And, uh, it makes great, sense. Yeah.
1: We were know. on a good run and now we got some, yeah, now you know, we're we paying
0: some, for it. We got yeah. some
1: traps set up. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, uh, to everyone out there, wherever you might be, uh, I hope you're doing well and, uh, we will talk to you next week for episode 82. We've got some, some good things coming down the pipe. The next couple of months we're planning the interview slate and uh, I think we're going to have some uh, some good people on this show.
1: Yep. And remember, if you want to r- win a free rubberneck vinyl signed by the band, uh, become a patron. Become a patron. That's all you Sup- got to do. Support your local grunge Bible. Right on. That's it. Rock and roll, guys. See you later. Cheers.